Hello everybody, welcome back to the latest edition of the Grand Old Team podcast. Uh, this is, um, I, well I'm Adam Partington, I, I got told off last time because I didn't actually introduce myself, um, so people would have been listening like, thinking who's this, well like, that's my name, Adam Partington, you can find me on Twitter at PartAdam, and this is the second edition, um, as I said, of the uh, the Grand Old Team podcast, a new feature to Grand Old Team, um, and uh, the first one went really well, it was with Graham, uh, who's a Sutherland fan, and he told us about Pickford, and today's podcast is with a guy called Bradley Dobson, who is an Ajax fan from Halifax in England, and um, obviously we spend the first few minutes of this podcast with him, um, you know, telling us how that happened, how do you, how are you born in the north of England, he's not Dutch, and how on earth then did he manage to, you know, become an Ajax fan and stick with Ajax as well? He doesn't have an English team, bar Halifax Town, that kind of doesn't count. Um, so he's a pure Ajax fan, goes and watches them as frequently as he can. Really intriguing to hear his story. I'm sure as a, you know, as a football fan, you, you, you're intrigued by that as well. Um, and then obviously he went on to tell us about David Clarsen as well, which is um, an exciting signing. I think it's it's good to see Everton getting their their uh, their business done early. Something that we're not used to as Evertonians. So um, obviously Pickford, David Clarsen's through the door as well, and then there, there is a strong talk of others uh, that will be joining soon. Um, so yeah, anyway, this um, this is a, it's not a very long podcast. I think it was only about twenty minutes, um, but it got we got some good insight into David Clarsen, and you know, I, again, you know. Ajax fans are gutted to be losing him, just like the Sunderland fans were gutted to be losing Pickford. Um, remember, Grand Old Team is, um, obviously, it's all about the Forum, uh, which is 10 years old, a decade old, the Forum on Grand Old Team. That's, like, older than... than that's older than Luckman. You know, the Forum is older than Luckman. Um, we've also got Facebook as well, uh, Twitter and, and YouTube. Just search Grand Old Team on there if you want to find us on any of those domains. Um, and yeah, sit back and enjoy uh, this conversation with Bradley Dobson about new signing Davy Clarson. Right, so I'm joined by Brad Dobson from Ajax Daily. Ajax Daily is the, uh, I believe, one of the main or maybe the only um, English Ajax fan site. Um, Brad, how are you, mate? You okay? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me on the podcast. No problem at all, mate. I- I'm really excited to do this. Not because we're going to speak about uh, Davy Clarson, but but also, you know, I'm I'm just as you know someone who's a football fan from England sports an English team obviously you're you you don't sound Dutch um and you're an English dad and you follow a Dutch side so I'm intrigued to know about this and I'm sure everyone listening is you know quite interested in this as well so talk us through then Brad how you um adopted Ajax yeah so (laughs) it's a question that I get asked like most of the time when I tell people who these for Ajax like why Ajax um (laughs) So back in 2002, I was 12 then, my auntie and uncle moved over to just out, well, they moved to a place in Holland called Den Bosch, and then they moved to Arnhem. And when they moved over there, I went over there, and my uncle took me to an Ajax game, because at the time it was just, Ajax was one of the big clubs over there, he got us tickets for the game. So since that first game, but as, a, as a young kid, it was just a game to me at the time, but travelling over through my later teens and stuff, going over to see my family, I got more and more into the game, <coughs> more more love for Dutch football, and then it got to the point when I found myself going over at least once a month, twice a month, as That's I got more mental. money from my job and everything, so I'm all set for next season. I did, I think I did about 
21, about 21 games last season, flying back and forwards to Amsterdam. So Did you? So it's, it's, an, it's, it's an expensive thing, don't get me wrong, but... Yeah, mate, I've, sorry, just... sorry, I've just got like a thousand questions. So first of all, <laughs> I'm going to pick up on I'm gonna pick up on the accent, Brad, because I'm going to try and... I don't know this, but I'm going to say that you're like Barnsley Way or somewhere around there. Is that right? No, no, no? it's wrong. <laughs> Where are you then? What, like... Gr- Greater I'm Manchester. actually Halifax. I, I was born, oh. born and raised in Halifax. I do, I do follow Halifax as my as my local team. Like I'll always follow Halifax. Like I always, through being a kid, I had a, a Halifax season ticket for many years. I followed Halifax. I still follow Halifax now. So when I don't go to Ajax games, when <laughs> when Halifax are at home on a Saturday, I'll always go down there and and watch Halifax. How much does it cost you then a season to get across to um, to Holland all the time? Do you know, I have, I have. It's funny you should ask that because someone. Quite a few people always say to me, like, how, how much a year must you spend on it? And, and this season, I've just set up a book. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna total it all up over the course of a season and see how much I spend. But roughly flights can add up from anything from £60 to £100. If Martin and Uncle are at home, I'll generally stop with them or I'll get a cheap hotel in the centre. But match tickets, they're, they're always €20 Euros to €25. Euros. Well, it's £18 to get into Halifax for conference football. So yeah. £20, €25 Euros for top flight Dutch football. It was. It's. It's just a no-brainer, really. <laughs> That's. It's. It's just really interesting to to listen to you. You know, talk about this. So obviously, you got the love for Ajax, then. Um, yeah. What have, What have you got? Like, have you got like like one of them Premier Club like Air Fly B and B mile cards or something like? Because you must clock up d- loads of. <laughs> I do, I do, I do have, I do have um, a KLM uh, flight. I haven't gained anything off it yet because I think it's only a short flight. It only takes forty-five minutes to yeah. get. There, so I think it's going to take me quite a considerable amount of time to to build up. That's that's, <laughs> I, that, oh, that's ironic though in a way because on a good on a very very good day, you know, from from me, I I, um, I live um, just outside of of Stoke. Getting to to Goodison probably takes me. As long as it does for you to get <laughs> to Holland. get over to Amsterdam, yeah. I, I, ca- I generally catch the train, obviously from from Huddersfield to Manchester Airport, and then yeah. just straight on the train. So what's train your day? There. What's your day look like then? From when you go from like you wake up to obviously go like what time are you up at? <sighs> it's a kick. Generally, if they kick off on a late on a late night, so we we, we very rarely have sat the games. Now we have about four a season, so. I always try to get to the start of the games because they're generally late kickoff, so it doesn't mean I have to catch an early flight. I can I can set off late after well about twelve one o'clock in the afternoon. But if the plan is generally when we kick off on a Sunday, it can be anything from like twelve o'clock to like a four o'clock kickoff. So I'll catch like a it varies from about half seven till till nine o'clock flight. There's sometimes I'll just go straight depending on what flights are available. I'll fly I'll I'll get off the plane in Amsterdam and I'll just go straight to the ground because there's lockers at the train station. I'll, I'll bung my bag in a locker and just go straight to game. So straight off the plane, straight on the train to ground <laughs> and to game. And then, of, of any of like the local, because the Dutch, um, from what I've seen of Dutch football, like there's a quite a good atmosphere in the ground and stuff. Very similar, I, I think, to Germany, right? So have any of like the Ajax ultras kind of taken you under their wing because well, they're like, we appreciate you coming all the way from England to watch our side. Yeah, it's funny you should say that because last last season, uh, well, this season it's just gone. Should I say it was my first uh, classica Ajax final because it all always sells out. Always, and I've just never been able because when we've been a club card holder, I can only get tickets after all season ticket holders have had their dabs on tickets and stuff like that. Right, you are. And one of the lads from 
as website uh, it's called Jasper basically when Toby Alderweireld and Yakubu were youngsters um, his family looked after them as kids so they've got like a life a lifetime season ticket with Ajax so he gave me his dad's season ticket for the final game and before the final game <coughs> um, Fox Sports got in touch with me because I'd seen that I'd commented on one of their things on Facebook and they were like oh we'd like to interview you like, so they did an interview with me at the airport and then we did an interview outside the ground and after the ground and that went out to X amount of thousands of people and then so many people ploughed messages in through Facebook and Twitter and Instagram to me and like quite a few people from the F side who are like the ultras there at um, Amsterdam saying like if I ever want to go in their end I can just contact with them for a ticket so yeah I've, I've made a lot of friends through it to be honest with you yeah yeah my, my, I know a, a lad who's a, a Juve fan from um, from uh, from Allsager and he travels to the yeah, I think he had a season ticket last time I suppose I haven't spoken to him for a while um, and he, I remember him telling me about like the Juve fans who just love the fact that he puts that effort in um, yeah. I think that's really nice. So, uh, mate, that, that's that's an amazing story. And uh, have you so um, have you got an, an English Premier League side? You don't have to say Everton. You can lie if you want. But have you got one that you kind of look out for? Obviously, don't uh, say the Reds. A, there isn't one. Don't say my, Liverpool. My, I'll start. Not, no, just... no, it's not Liverpool. It's not, it's not, <laughs> it's not Liverpool. Uh, my stepdad is a, is a bit of a United fan, Man United fan. So during, during like growing up, I've, I've had I've had them there, but. It's always been like a rift between my uncle and him. Like my dad tried to get me Sport United, my uncle's been like Ajax and stuff. So, but I've always I've stuck with the Ajax side of things. As yeah. I say, I've only been later teens, early twenties. That like, when I've had my own money, like to get over on my own rather than just my parents' money. Yeah, no, honestly, mate, it's really, really interesting to uh, to hear, you know, how, how that came about. Um, it's the first thing I want to speak to you about. But let's let's speak about Everton's new signing then, Davy Clarsen. Um, I I asked you how this was pronounced because I struggle with pronunciation. Grand people who watch, I, 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 I say I say Clarsen. So Clarsen, Clarsen, yeah, David Clarsen. I've been saying Clarsen, but I think that I think just... I think that's just if people are speaking it in like a quick term, like if they're just quickly saying it in a sentence, like oh, David Clarsen. Right. Do, you get, right, do right. you get me? I think I think that's why it's like misinterpreted. Where it's just, it's just, it's just quickly spoken in a sentence. Classing. Okay. Well, I, I, yeah. All right. Well, I'll just I'll just try and do it the Dutch way because that's obviously his. Um, his <laughs> it origin, might be me. So. That, it might be me that's wrong. Who, honest, you but. you probably know better than me, Brad. To be honest with you, mate, you would absolutely know better than me. So, um, look, people have made a bit of a. A bit of a thing about the price tag. I've uh, seen a few people raise eyebrows. Now, with the whole price tag thing, I get a bit bored with this now because I think we're at a stage within professional football where it's like, why are you still shocked about the amount of money that players transfer for? But were you were you shocked about that £26 million price tag? And when we make it kind of like, when it's, is it relative to kind of the going rate for a player of, uh, of Davies' ability? I actually thought we were going to go for more, to be honest with you, because as I say, we sold um, we sold Milik last last year to Napoli for thirty million. So I think Klaassen, who was a much much more high profile player to go to, to go to the Premiership in a club like Everton, I, I thought it were a respectable amount, to be honest with you. I, I was happy with it, but I'd have preferred more, to be honest with you. I think a lot of Ajax fans will have thought the same because it was one of them players that we just we didn't want to lose. Like we lost the manager obviously early doors this season to Dortmund. Class and going obviously just it's a bit of a kick in the teeth for us this season. Like it's, I think it's going to be a worrying start to next season with the, the two main guys gone. 
Uh, I believe that you've got an abundance of talent in the midfield that can can come in and do a job for him in terms of like young lads that you've got. I mean, you, uh, we all know every football fan knows that Ajax seem to produce some talented lads. So, um, oh, like the, the whole. Um, I'm not worried about in the terms of replacement of class, and as you say, with the, the, the youngsters we've got coming through, it's it's take your pick who we've got at the minute. Um, but it's just what class and brought to the squad. It, it was that. So what, did he, what that, did he bring, Brad? Because, you know, I've heard a lot about his work rate and that. What are kind of his main attributes that you think that Evertonians will be most impressed with? I think his hard work, I think it's like his hard work in nature. He always, he always played the, the club on his chest. It's, it's just his desire and his, his desire for the club. He, even if you were down, he was always that one to pick you back up again. He, he just, his desire to create and score goals from midfield as well as create them, it's just... <laughs> I'd, I'd compare him to a Cahill, like a, 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 to a be Tim, honest with you. Tim Cahill. A Tim Cahill, yeah, right, like in, right. in, that, in that sort of player, to be honest with you. A, a goal getter, but also, it's, it's such a hard one to explain because I'm, I'm so gutted that he's gone, to be honest with you. What about his, <laughs> what about his goals? Because obviously, you know, last season I think he, he bagged quite a few in the in the Dutch league, but with the utmost respect, uh, you know, I, I think it's probably fair to say there's a bit of a gulf between the Premier League and obviously the, the top Dutch league. So uh, how many goals can we expect from him? Or do you think that Evertonian shouldn't ex- really be, be looking for that in class? And, you know, we've got other lads... That now, personally, I wouldn't expect it in his first season because ev- we, we all know that everybody that comes to the Premiership, it, it, te- it takes a season or so to to settle into it. As you, as you say, you've got Feyenoord, PSV, maybe AZ Alkmaar in the Dutch league who are... Were your top ones potentially, but mm. obviously Premiership, it's a whole new ball game, and it'll be interesting to see how he fits into it. I just think I just wouldn't judge him so soon. I'd give him, I'd give him the chance. Yeah, it's interesting that you were, you know, you talk about players coming to the Premier League. Obviously, historically, there's been some fabulous um, Dutch players that have that have graced the Premier League. Obviously, people like Dennis Bergkamp van Nistelrooy, etc. But in recent times, you've had lads like the Pie come, who highly rated. And I mean, I'm not going to say he's done bad. I don't. My United fans would know better than me. But I think you know he's come with that kind of um, bit of an aura about him. People expect him to to maybe hit the ground running, and maybe he hasn't done that. So what you're saying is we should maybe manage expectations with class. And I mean, he's still only what is he? Twenty four. Twenty four. Yeah. 24. So he's still only relatively young. So we shouldn't you know expect too much from him then in in his first season. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, as I say, I, I think with the whole Depay thing, I think he, I think personally, from from personal point of view, I, I just think his ego was a bit bigger. Okay, you know what I mean. I just, I just think he had a big ego. I think he just, I, I just think he was a bit of a, just a bit of a big. I just, do you know what I mean? I can't, I can't, I can't. No, no, words. I think, I think, um, I think Depay. <laughs> I, think he was a bit big, I just think he was a big, a bit big-headed for what he was. But I think, I think, I think Carson settled in nicely. I think, I think we're Koeman there as well. Yeah, I know. Um, I know Everton switch up the formations a fair bit, like from a from a from like a four two three one four four two. But obviously in Holland and with Ajax, all we've ever known really playing is a four three three, which I know Everton do play from time to time. And he's normally sat in that middle middle top triangle um, right. in in the midfield. So yeah. it just depends where he plays him. I think if he plays him there in the center in the center of a four three three, but the top of the triangle, I think he'll he'll fit in nicely. It'd yeah. just be interesting to see how he plays him, to be honest with you. Well, that, that's, oh, that's, it, that's I, one... Sorry, sorry, go on. No, I was going to say, obviously, I think that's going to be one of his biggest biggest struggles there is to, to fit into an alternate formation. Because, I mean, even the Netherlands play 
four three three usually. So obviously he plays it for his country, he plays it for Ajax. I think he only knows really four three three. So it'll be interesting to see how he how he fits into another another formation. Yeah, that was that was um, something that I think I'd read on the forum that had been flagged up. You know, was how would he adapt to it to a different formation? He's used to playing a certain way, the Ajax way now for, for so long. Just want to go yeah. back though, reverse a second to the uh, the work rate comment. Um, what I, obviously I've watched clips of him. I, I'm not gonna. But I think I'd see a bit of him in the Europa League final, but at the time I wasn't too, you know taking too much notice because I didn't know if he was going to sign for us. Um, you know, at that point, and then he was being linked. Um, so, you know, I, I think, but what I've seen of him is that that work rate, you know, Evertonians, that in, we've had, we're a bit of, I think most football fans like to see players who do work hard, but I think we normally develop a bit of a, uh, you know, a stronger bond with a player that we can tell who does that. Yeah. And I think that'll buy him a bit of time. So a good example of this, and I think that he'll be a far better player. He's, he's highly rated um, in, in the Dutch league, but Stephen Naismith was a good footballer. Stephen Naismith worked exceptionally hard at first, got a bit of stick but I think because of his application because he didn't stop that kind of brought him a little bit of time with Evertonians do you know what I mean and I kind of made yeah, yeah, think yeah. the same thing will happen with, with class on a little bit yeah I, I, I do think yeah yeah that's a good it's a, it's a good um, comparison that well, he looks like him as well a bit doesn't he to be honest <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're both blonde uh, so that's probably where it stops but you know what I mean yeah, a lot of my friends have said that it looks better in blue, which is a bit. <laughs> when I seen the picture, at least he's suited going to Everton. To be honest with you. <laughs> well, he, he was linked. He was linked with Napoli last season. Am I right? Oh, yeah, I think that. I think. I think there were Napoli, uh, Roma, and there were you guys as well. And Liverpool were there at, at times, but I don't think that was a as, as a strong a strong okay. rumor at the time. I'm glad he's gone to Everton though. To be honest with you. I just think it's a club where he'll fit in, and especially with Koeman there as well. I, obviously, that'll be a massive part as to why he's gone there with with the Dutch manager. Yeah, and there's Dutch backroom staff as well, so Cuban's brothers around and stuff. So I think it's interesting that you used to say that about, you know, you're happy that he's gone to Everton because um, we had a Sunderland fan on, um, obviously with Pickford uh, being transferred to Everton. And, uh, he, you know, he was saying, I'm quite glad he's gone to Everton. Obviously, I don't want to lose him, same as you, Brad, but he was like, I'm quite happy that he's gone to Everton. And I think kind of speaks volumes for Everton that... <laughs> Um, fans of other clubs are like, well, we're losing the guy, but at least he's going to a you know a decent club that don't you know infuriate people too much. That's it. I've, I've absolutely nothing against Everton. I quite I, I quite like them. As I say, I used to like, I used to like Tim Tim Kale, and obviously I, I used to have a bit of a soft spot for Tim Howard as well. When you had Tim Howard, so there was just always a club that I'd, I'd look out for. Mm. But just you never really read bad things. You know what I mean about Everton? There's nothing. There's nothing bad that I can pick out. Do you know, you never really hear anything supporters-wise that's bad. You never hear anything bad club-wise. It's just oh, we, we, hard, we, oh, oh whoa, 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 hold on, club. mate. We, we, we are the best moaners on the planet. We are, <laughs> uh, mate. I'm telling you, Evertonians can can moan. Um, so we we've got that. But uh, no, it's interesting you say that. To be honest, there's a bit of me that wants it to change a little bit. Not with. Uh, people like yourself, Brad, who support clubs that you know aren't in direct conflict with Everton ever, you know, unless we yeah. each, each other in a European competition. But even then, it's just a one-off. Um, but what I found is that uh, supporters who support other English clubs who say it, it annoys me a little bit because it means we never upset them. Like I get kind of 
kind of like pats on the shoulder from like Man United fans that I know and stuff. Oh, we kind of like Evan. I'm like, yeah, I bet you do because we never, you know what I mean? We very rarely cause you too many issues. So hopefully that'll change in the coming years because I'd like us to develop a bit of a snidey kind of streak. I think that's happening under Koeman. Um, just just what's the deal with Klassen and the, the national side? I mean, do you take, as, a, as an Englishman, do you take a lot of interest in the Dutch side? Are they your, are they your national team as well? I, I do watch it. I just don't, I don't take a massive... I, I'm obviously I still follow England more than anything. I, I, I don't really know too much about the nationals. I do watch it occasionally, but it's not it's not something that I, I fixate myself on. To be honest with you, yeah, I don't really I don't really look into it as much as what I get, I get that asked, that question asked a fair bit. To be honest with you, like, well, what do you think of the Netherlands side? It's like I, I just don't I don't watch it as much as, as what I probably should. To be honest with you, to answer them sort of questions. Yeah, fair enough. I just I just I'm under the impression that he he hasn't really made a big dent on the Dutch national side, and I think they're in a little bit of a state of chaos. Um, I, I think I think they're on the turn. I think slowly they'll turn it around. Personally, I, I do think they'll turn it around. I think that it like since the World Cup was it when was South Africa? I forgot what year. Two thousand and ten. I think from that era, I think that era has kind of fizzled out, and a new era of, of youngsters and players are coming through. So I think it's that transition from that era to this era that they're undergoing. As I say, with with one of his other defenders, um, Matthias De Ligt, the 17-year-old, has had two debuts at 17 years old for Holland. I, th- I think he's going to be a world beater at at one at, at some point in the near future. What's his name? Sorry, Matthias De Ligt. I can't. Okay. I think it's Matthias. Yeah, Matthias Delict. Matthias Delict. I have <laughs> to keep, have to keep an eye out for him. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, he he was. I think if anyone watched the Europa League final, like for him and Sanchez at the back, they'll probably even though it was such a poor final. Yeah. Them 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 two stood out for us like like no tomorrow. Like if we ever lost, if we lost, I think Sanchez were linked with Barcelona. Like we've only had him for a season. We signed him from Nacional. Um, but I just. <laughs> I, we, as does people that, always say, that, we are that, we are a selling club, aren't we? Yeah. Just, we? We produce these youngsters and then they just go. So it's horrible to to put them with other clubs so early on. I know, mate. I was just that was going to be my next question. Like, you know, how do you? Because look, as Evertonians, we know what it's like when um, uh, you know the inverted commas bigger clubs come after your players and players move and leave your club and stuff. But um, is that for you? Is it just kind of part and parcel because? You're obviously within the Dutch league, and and that's you know the Dutch league as a whole can't compete with some of the other bigger European leagues. Does it get frustrating then for you? Yeah, it, it, it definitely does. Um, as I say, I, there's been talks of like um, can't find the word. Basically, mi- mi- ming- uh, mixing up the league with like the Belgium leagues, and you know, I think it were Luxembourg that were in there. You know, like an inter Europe sort of league with the Dutch league to make it a bit more competitive because obviously there's only. Ajax, final PSV, who, who really do challenge for it each year, and obviously with class, and I can't blame him for going to the Premiership, leaving the Dutch league. It's you can't knock anyone for trying to better themselves. Yeah. Oh, so they're on like about they're, what they're on about bringing. Oh, that's not like the Europeans to integrate further. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, yeah. uh, no. So what they're, they're on about bringing Belgium, uh, Holland, and Luxembourg, but that would still mean Bar. I mean, what Bar and and there's Genk in there. Genk. Standardly aged, maybe. All right, fair enough. So you had the work, but I mean, I can't imagine there's too many sides from Luxembourg that be causing Ajax any issues. No, there was a couple of leagues thrown into it. It was talked about at the the beginning of, of last season. I just can't remember all the leagues that were were mentioned in it. I, I hope it doesn't go through. To be honest with you, it's just I just just wouldn't work. It's just. Mm. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, no. we'll see. Hey, that's that's an interesting thing, uh, mate. I, I, don't, I don't know if someone's been onto Wikipedia and put this in. I'm I'm gonna say it anyway. It says on his Wikipedia that his nickname's Cheese Straw. I've never heard that. Someone's someone's on the which what right? Someone listening to this, it'll be somebody listening to this who's gone on and said his nickname's Cheese Straw. Cheese um, Straw. I've to, never. I've heard the Milky Bar kid. <laughs> yeah, that milky would make more kid. sense. Cheese straw. Cheese straw. Anyway. No, that's. I, well, I've, I've heard no nicknames for him at all. So <laughs> we've, uh, we've got confirmation from an Ajax fan that Clarsen's um, nickname isn't Cheese Straw. But mind you, to be fair, Scousers are pretty witty, and they will probably give him some kind of nickname at some point. So maybe, maybe <laughs> it'll be Cheese Straw. Maybe we can run a poll on the forum. You know, what should we? Um, what what should we give him as a nickname, class? And maybe that can be one of the uh, potential um, contenders. But look, Brad, mate, it's been it's been fascinating talking to you, especially you know the fact that you're an Ajax fan and you you know you're from the the north of England, mate. Um, if we sign any more of your players, or if we draw you in the uh, hold on, you're in the I assume you've qualified for the Champions League, right? Yeah, well, we're in Champions League qualifiers, yeah. <laughs> What's the chances of you getting out of the group, or uh, you know, do you think it's more likely you'll drop down into the Europa League? <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not saying until until this until like the, the season's kicked off and see who, who, <laughs> who comes who comes in and who comes in and who goes. It's I don't want to say. <laughs> well, if well, um, Brad, if we play you in the Europa League, let's uh, let's meet up and have a and have a Dutch beer, mate. Oh, 100%, 100%. Thanks for coming on Definitely. to Grand Old Team. Oh, just quickly, actually, you're gonna. I think you're going to produce an article that's going to go up on the website. Uh, this was almost very rude of me. Um, where can people find you? How can they follow you? So, yeah, if you go on iaxdaily.com, the, the website's on there. It's at the top of this page. It's called Daily, uh, Davy Bedankt, uh, which is Davy Thank You in Dutch. Um, we're on Twitter, iaxdaily.com, and Facebook, iaxdaily.com again. Just, just search and, and you'll see us. Okay, and I think you're going to be or somebody from your site submitting an article to uh, Grand Old Team on class, and I think at some point, so I think that'll be yeah. This will probably merge. This podcast will probably merge with that article. But Brad, once again, thank you for coming on to Grand Old Team. Best of luck to Ajax this season, mate. We'll look after um, the uh, cheese draw for you, and uh, <laughs> and uh, like yeah, call him that again. <laughs> <laughs> Speak to you soon, bud. Yeah, thank you very much for that, mate. Thank you.